still in the land of captivity. We're still a slave to the Democratic Party, still a slave to the Republican Party. You can't even see a freedom party. You don't see it. You're a slave. I'm a slave. And unless we admit that we are slaves, then we can never get free. Never get free. The first thing a slave must do is admit I'm in bondage. Admit I'm in captivity. Admit that I'm a slave and Giuliani is a slave master. Admit that I'm a slave and Clinton is a slave master. Admit that I'm a slave and Cuomo is a slave master. That's the only way you can get free. Stop walking around acting hip slick, cute and cool, with hoochie and coochie and poochie and Gucci and all that stuff. You're a slave. You can't wait to get out of here and get a good night's sleep so you can go to your elevator plantation tomorrow. You're a slave. You're a slave to your car note. You're a slave to your rent. You're a slave to your lease. You're a slave to your telephone bill. You're a slave to your light bill, your gas bill. You're a slave. God damn it, this is the slave theater, and all the radical slaves come here. Welcome back to the podcast. This is Big BJ Check It In. Today's conversation, beloved, we're going to talk about some history. We're going to talk so much about history that we're going to show something that was put in place in the late 1800s and even before then how it followed all the way up until today right so we're gonna have a conversation about that um we're gonna put colonization on the table therefore if we're going to talk about colonization we must talk about the colonizer right so there is a link of this article that I'm going to read. Of course, I'm going to put it in the description bar like we always do. The headline says, France still robbing its former, quote unquote, African colonies. So we're going to take it back to the motherland. And before we do that, I just want to say shout out to our Instagram family. Because they stay sending articles to the platform in which we can have a lot of different things to have a conversation about uh, so you know we want to salute to Libra the doll and our brother Zulu who sent us this article that we're going to talk about today Amir Rio who gave us a very dope message and of course the regulars you know our brother Ricky Allen Taylor Fowler Domicio Smith and uh, Slizzy All-Star. We want to thank the whole gang for always sending us things, messaging us, DMing us. Whatever's going on, we get it all. The videos, the whole night, right? Also want to salute, of course, our YouTube family. Um, YouTube sent us a message maybe like a week and a half ago, probably two weeks from now. So if you haven't noticed, I want to say... 
that was that two three i want to say about three or four videos was removed right and then we was kind of like uh we wasn't kind of like we were suspended for a week we got a strike of course it's hate speech they uh <laughs> they take everything they kind of got a pattern with us like because this is our second go around so what they typically do is they wait to right around we get to maybe like 10,000 subscribers and all of a sudden you know they pull the page we had like 85 and change now 8,500 and change so not just yet but they gotta wait till we get around to about 10,000 subscribers then they pull the page we come back with a new page we go all the way up it's like the same old same old never nothing really changes right the thing about the hate speech though which is interesting is this um you know there's a word that we used to use that we don't use and replace it with another word we say small hat right that's the term that we use to describe devils from the east that made their way to eastern europe because they're nothing really more than eastern europeans who discovered how to infiltrate take hold and manipulate the financial systems of the whole planet right there was one conversation that um that they took down that it was nothing more than what I was doing was a comparison. There's an artist overseas. He's an original man. His name is Wiley. He's a rap artist. And at the time that our brother here in the States, Kanye West, was going through what he was going through, Wiley, who's an overseas black artist, was going through the exact same thing with the exact same people, right? I tend to do that because, beloved, I use the term devil in describing these people. But I don't use that term devil like they do in religion. I don't make it spooky. I'm not talking about nobody with the red pantyhose, with the pitchfork that's under the ground. And nobody's really knowing what he's doing. Uh, he live in hell. And we don't know if he's really in hell because every time they mention the guy, he's running around on planet Earth. Because, you know, <laughs> sometimes you got to ask religious people that come with a book. They could talk about the creation story. And we do, too. We can talk about the creation story on this podcast as well. And then they can go to a chapter and verse where they can show you where earth was made. And in the same chapter and verse, heaven was made. And then you have to ask them, well, when was hell made? When was hell made? When was hell created? Who created hell? And like every other form of creation, when hell was made, was it good as well? Because we see that it, when this was made, it was good. When that was made, it was good. All right. Did the same maker and designer make hell? And when he finished making hell, did he say, and it was good? <laughs> Well, maybe that's a different story for a different day. But we don't get spooky when we talk about the devil. We talk about an open issue, uh, open, uh, pardon me. We talk about an open enemy. And our open enemy have a history 
of having a certain kind of relationship with the darker people of the planet black man brown man red man etc so we don't want you to think it's just you who live in the wilderness of north america and the territory that we call the united states like this big bad devil that just picking on you what we are showing you beloved is he acts the same whether it's here or across the pond his nature is the same that make you kind of look at things different when somebody come amongst you and say no it's just his nature it makes you look at everything different because if you think it's just him because sometimes you know we play this game in america the, uh, the game of white supremacy you hear that oh it's a white supremacist and look charlie's a racist and look chuck is a racist look chuck is doing these things and him and sandra is just going along and look look at it uh stop it monica don't you do look, it's just them so you just playing for the most part they got our people playing well it's just the apple the bad apple in the bunch that's the game we playing and then you come amongst us with none of the stuff and we say uh no it's just a snake all the nature of the snakes are the same but they they may be a little different when it comes to how poisonous they are you know the rattlesnake is different than the garden snake but it's just they all they are serpents they all snakes they really don't matter it's their nature because you can be around them and they're domesticated and you live in the same house or you may share a room with them. You can put a dog and the cat in the same house. They loving, they're playing, they're doing all that. But I tell you what you do. You put that loving dog and that loving cat in the backyard, right? And then you throw three more dogs over the gate and you watch how their nature connects in it. All of a sudden, that playful, he they're going to turn around and attack the cat because that's the nature. If you get that loving cat and that loving dog in the backyard and you throw three or four cats in that yard as well, you will see the connectivity, how that energy is shift quick. And then you will see that dog. It That's the nature of things. So I say that to say this. It's just the nature of the devil to be a devil. That's his nature. Anytime you get in close proximity with him, he's going to always act this way towards you. He's going to play boss when he get around you. He's going to play chief, jefe. He's going to play the man. He's going to play massa. Do you know what massa mean? M-A-S-S-A means oppressor. It's in his nature. So we're going to have a conversation, beloved, about what those folks been doing to our cousins in Africa. And when we go point by point, because I think we may go over like 11 points, you'll notice that, man, these folks use the same game in South America, Central America. They go to the islands, they do the same thing. And then here at home in the States, they all run in the same game or they're putting their nature on display for everybody to see it, right? So we talk about our people, the nature of you, black man, black woman, brown man, brown woman. You have a nature of freedom, justice, and equality. That is your nature. You want to be a warrior. It's not you. You want to be a gangster. It doesn't work out for you. Because, beloved, you're the original gentleman and gentlewoman on this planet. You're just that way. It's just how it works. Um, you're never going to make an atomic bomb. 
you don't have the energy to do it. You're never going to come out. They're never going to roll something out and you're going to come out the manufacturing fields with a new firearm or a new gun that you created or a new type of laser gun that you're never going to do it. It's not in your nature to do it. You use them. Yeah, you use your enemies. Yeah, you pick up his toys and you use them. But it don't even work for you because you have no strategy on killing and death. That's why you and Pookie is shooting out over your emotions. Because it's not, you don't have the strategy. You don't have the patience to sit down and strategize how to be evil for the next 25 and 30 years. You're dealing with the people that can strategize, that literally sits at a table, no emotions involved. And they come up with strategy of how to rule your people for the next 100 years. You're not doing that. It's not in your nature to do that. It's not in your nature. In his nature, we're talking about the devil. What follows him is captivity, corruption, disproportion. I want you to always remember those three things. Even if you don't take your brother VJ word for it, you start to notice every single time, not every other time, every single time you see us in business with them, just give it some time and then you see afterwards it's going to be a captivity game, which means custody. It's going to be a corruption game. It's going to be disproportion. The money going to be off. The resources, the labors, it's going to be off because he's just operating in his nature, right? The article that we're going to read today, again, we're going to put it in the description link. And we're going to talk about how France has been robbing our brothers and sisters in Africa, right? We're going to talk about something called the French Colonial Pact. And it was signed in the late 1900s. Um, it was an agreement between France and its colonies in Africa. So you had a bunch of folks that left Europe for the strict purposes of taking advantage of the people in the motherland. They sat at the table. They came up with an idea. They met you. Because I don't want you to think y'all had a good relationship and then just went left. When they met you, immediately when they seen you, they start to devise a plan for your destruction. For your destruction. For your children's destruction. For your children's children's children that's not even here. For their destruction. The pact that they came up with was designed to provide a framework. We're talking about the French colonial pact. For post-independent relations between France and these African territories. The more modern term that you will hear being used. If you don't hear the term French colonial pact. You hear the French colonization of America or part of me of Africa. And the name of, of that pack would be called the continuation of colonization. Have you ever heard that before? Because this is what our brother Zulu sent us. The pack for continuation of colonization. Just look at the words. The pack of the continuation of colonization. Because that's all the French colonial pack was. And then if you stood up and said anything about it. Because when they rolling this stuff out, they're coming out in the 50s and the 60s. Since 1963, let me just say it this way. Over 22 African presidents that was then in power 
had been assassinated by the French. The, the French killed them. Many of them asserted their independence and refused to go along. They said, man, we're not with this colonial power thing. You could take that because one of my favorites, beloved, was a brother named Thomas Sankara. Man, he was a powerful brother. Bukana Faso, the land of the upright. They can't have you. We talking about the devil. They can't have a world where you are free and independent and can control your own economy. When I dug into this story, let me show you how big. Let me see. I just got to share this with you before we go into the article. I know I'm talking a lot, but I want to share this with you before we go into the article because this is profound. When African colonies, African territories that when they got their freedom or independence from the French, and it sounds even weird saying like, yeah, they had to get their freedom and independence from the French, like. These folks, it's just, they're just the devil. It's just what it is. It's not no real. They're just the devil. Okay. When they start trying to move and get the economy going, which doesn't take a lot because they already got the, the resources, etc., to make it pop. The French would go into a room with the small hat buddies, print up counterfeit money to come back and throw it in these African colonies territories to destabilize the economy. They're making counterfeit dollars to come in and so I, I'm trying to figure it out like if you're just free just say okay you guys are free we apologize we're going to go and do our own thing. They won't do that. They're still going to find a reason to come leave their homeland to fuck with you in your homeland. So when we start seeing many of our brothers in Africa leave and they tearing that shit up in France, what are we to say? They're not going to show you that on TV. They're going to show you every other thing. Man, they've been goddamn riding and bombing shit and tearing them shit. Man, I remember when I went to France. Check it out. When I went to Paris, because uh, it all really makes sense now. My idea of what we was going to do initially was go to Morocco. But they kind of throw these kind of loops. You'll kind of notice when you're trying to go overseas and kind of learn certain things and you want to take a trip, they kind of have it so finagled in Africa. It's almost like, man, I'm not going over there. I just it, They make it so easy to leave from the States and go to Europe because they don't seal you no fear. You got to get a bunch of shots and all this kind of shit. They don't really do that when you go to Europe. And then when you go to Europe, you learn quick. This shit ain't even that big over here. They make it look all big on the map. That shit look big as Africa. When you get over there, you know what I'm saying? You get to Europe, man, you can damn near, you can rent a car and you can drive about four or five countries in a day. That shit ain't big over there. But it's big on wickedness. It's big on manipulation. And when I went to Paris, I learned, I said, man, this shit is ran by the Turks and Africans. It was like that then. But I had no idea that if I would have went to Morocco, it would have been just the same as going to France because France controls Morocco. I didn't even know that. So all this bits me a lie because we do, you know, our people get into this religious game because we got we gonna, we got 14 colonies we're going to talk about that's getting their ass whooped by the French. So you got all this bits me a lie and all this hallelujah talk. But whatever you calling on, 
it ain't big enough to get that fresh devil off your back so maybe just maybe beloved you're gonna have to be that guy you looking for but maybe i don't know maybe that's a different story for a different day let's take a look at the article right this came out 2015 long before the riot came along and uh Right underneath where you have uh, Dark Bolt. Let me see. Can I blow it up for you? I don't know if you guys can see it. Because if I blow it up a little more, I know you can see it better. How about that? What they looking like now, right? We're going right underneath the bold print. We always accuse the leaders of African countries of being corrupt and not knowing in the interests of their citizens. Or pardon me, not working in the interests of their citizens. However... Even if they wanted to be honest leaders, they would not be able to do so. And we talked about that in the opening about all of our brothers and sisters that was in their leadership role was killed and assassinated by the French. Um, all these French products that we like and we love here in America, we be supporting people that are obviously global open enemies to our people we're not taught that they're the devil we're taught that you judge everybody individually and that's cool even individually though we're not taught about natures you know what i mean it's it's very different when you hear the teaching of natures right so you know beloved that um that turtle has a nature that rabbit has a nature that fox is born with nature as long as you see the fox from everlasting to everlasting that nature in that fox is going to be the same it's not going to change you're never going to see the turtle go through an evolutionary stage where it can run a little faster than what it's <laughs> it can run a little bit faster than what it's been running and it can nah -uh -uh. it's a turtle it's going to be slow it's going to stay slow it's in, it's, it's in the turtle's nature to be like so It's not going to be fast like rabbits and squirrels It's not the nature beloved it, it, it is not the nature In a short article I will try to explain How African countries That were colonized by France Are still beholden to their colonizers We can throw Haiti in there Haiti getting screwed in the Americas By the French The current relationship between African countries and France prevent successful African development and sovereignty. Number one, the former colonies have to pay a quote-unquote colonial debt. Now, let's go back. That's how they screwed our brothers in Haiti. That's how they screwed them. They gave them a colonial debt. Oh, man, you owe us this much because when we had your people subjugated, this is the devil talking to our people in Haiti. We built schools and roads and highways. They just marking up shit that they said that they built. And then when you put them out, as you should have, because they're your master, they're your oppressor, they're just doing what they do. You can't live in the same space with the devil, so you have to put them out. France put a bill on them. So, let's go back to point number one. The newly independent countries are forced to pay for the country's infrastructure that France takes credit for building during colonization. That's the same game that they ran in the Americas with Haiti. So, beloved, you don't have two different devils. They all the same wherever they go 
on this side of the pond, the other side of the pond, they're the same. They're the same. When Cain went out into the world, Cain was marked. Man, this guy's a killer. He didn't kill his own brother. He put a mark on Cain. Some people got a mark on them. <laughs> I don't have to hear them over their mouth. When I see them show up with that skin tone, I said, mm. I said Satan is here. <laughs> he got that mark on him. He ain't like you. Put the drum on. As soon as you start beating on that drum, he ain't got no beat, no soul. Right? Then you take him to the kitchen. You want to treat him like a human being. You say cook something. By the time you get through cooking the food, blood still all in it, hanging all out, running all out. You say, man, I can't eat my, I'm an original man. I can't eat my food like that. But then you still try to make him your brother. So you take him outside. It's 45 degrees out there. You got a coat on, scarf, hat, earmuffs on. And he out there with the t-shirt on. And you still think he's your brother. You can't figure out what well, this guy's nature is not like yours. Then you come back and you running around with your wife. And we're going to hang out with a double date. And he got his sister. He got his niece on a double date with him. Hmm. He got a little boy with him. Like, man, we don't wait a minute. What kind of what you got going on? And, and he'll come and tell you that his sister can identify the way she want to identify because like wait a minute we just born with these genders he tell you no you ain't born with the gender I can't make it up they trying to push in slow as they can but pedophilia is coming because that's their nature all you can do is be convinced and duped and tricked into believing that this is okay and it's, it's not okay we watch this guy do that it's not okay he's been a push pedophilia on the whole planet but he got to get this starter plan first homosexuality got to that's a rollout plan that's his rollout plan first he taught you anal sex beloved you didn't do that you ain't like him see when you went in the bedroom with your wife instant connection but he gave you porn it's different he showed you through pictures through video how he make love to his woman and he putting the ride all in the anus and ride all in the mouth and we knew that that seed supposed to go inside the womb of the woman he ain't put it in the womb he put it in the mouth he put it in the face now look at you you like him now you like the caveman now you like caveman sex you a crotch eater ain't nothing much more than a black man that ooh, love now but to put some pussy in his mouth because he's a crotch eater just like his master now. he ain't like you bro and the more you hang around him, the more corrupted you're going to be. You love liquor. You love gambling. The devil made you some cigarettes. You can't wait to get to them cigarettes. He gave you that pork too. Every weekend you putting them ribs on the grill. But you know what? Chad, he eating the ribs with you. Chad smoking the cigarettes with you. But don't you notice? It don't affect you like it affect him. Or should I say, don't affect him like it affect you. Because, see, you sitting up in the hospital with gout, hypertension and everything. He ain't, that pork ain't doing that because he's a maid. It's not the same. He's a made man, beloved. He ain't like you. He ain't like you. 
Many of us with knowledge of self got to break our neck to let you know that that man ain't like you. He ain't like you. Mama said he had pig skin. Mama mama told me at a young age, big mama say, baby, you got to put a hat and gloves and scarf on, baby, because you don't have pig skin. Michigan weather is different on you, grandson. You can't do that. You got to cover up. And I'm trying to, because I'm looking at the devil and say, well, the devil ain't got nothing on. Baby, you ain't like him. That man got pig skin. He ain't like, you not like him. Blood all in the state. He just quit a little. I, I watched him, beloved, go into the refrigerator. Because, you know, you got these, when you come to these jobs, this is when you really kind of get, you know, you get to see, okay, how the, how the enemy really move around a little bit. You learn a little bit more about them. And, and you notice that they have a different lust of blood than you have. They have a lust for blood. You don't have no lust for blood. They have a lust for blood. They they keep their steaks a certain way. You can watch them go into the break room refrigerator and pull the hot dogs out. They don't boil them. Slap them around the bun and eat them. Say, man, it's the same as bologna. And then it's something in their nature, right? They have to kill every so often. So their government come back behind the state government and say, okay, we're going to allow y'all to have a hunting season during this time. And that's, you ain't black man and woman. You ain't got no hunting season. You don't know how to sit in the woods and be still to just shoot and kill an animal, to cut the animal's head off, to put it, bring it back to work, stuff it and I went to a restaurant, me and my wife, beloved, because <laughs> we're going to just talk. We're going to have a real good conversation. Beloved, I went to a restaurant, and on our way out, uh, we talking to the staff and everything, and I pointed out they had an alligator head on the counter, and the devil came out of the back, seeing me watching it. He was like one of the managers that worked there. He said, yeah, that's, uh, you know, that's a real alligator head. We, you know, we caught that alligator I said, who is we? So, well, you know, my father back in the he caught it and they cut the head off, they stuffed it. I'm like, and, and you brought it here? Because they love to show off their kill. That's why you can go in their offices and they got deer heads in their offices because they love to show off their kill. You go rent you a room in the cabins, right? The more that you go up in amenities and renting the cabin rooms, right? When you want to go out to the rooms, you and your lady cab. The more you go up in amenities, they got the bear rug because they love to show off their kill. That's why they call you black. That's why when we're going to read this article, we're, going, we're talking about Africans, beloved. We're talking about black Africans. And then when we in the state, we talk about black Americans because black means you're subject to them. This is what they call those that they have in their jurisdiction. Black, brown, red, maludo, colored, Indian, Negro. That means you belong to them. You're a Negro American. That means you're the American that belongs to, to them. Now, of course, we got knowledge of self and we know um, black means, you know, black means original to us. It also means indigenous. We use it interchangeably. But when we know that he using it, he's not saying that. A brother one time asked me, he said, V, why don't you call yourself more beloved? You know, we are Morris. Come on, V, knock it off. And you know what I had to tell my own brother? I said, beloved, when the devil was calling us Moors, we was in charge. When the devil was calling us black and brown and, come on, colored and Negro and Indian, and he was in charge. See, that's the difference. When See, you have to be in charge to be called a Moor. 
You just black now. When the devil was calling on people Moors, we was in charge. Now they don't call us Moors no more, beloved, because we we not in charge. The amount of this debt varies depending on what country is paying the debt and how its infrastructure is developed. Point two. France can automatically confiscate the African country's national reserves. Now, this is what they're doing as our people in Africa walk away with their independence. And they came out of the boardroom, of the cave room, when all the demons and devils got together. And this is how they strategically put something in writing to control people that look like you, your future. Whatever you get, whatever you have and going to have, it belongs to us. I don't think we fathom who we dealing with when we coming out in this world. I don't think we can fathom it. We can because we know, oh man, this guy is an open enemy. And and then you got our people know it's just each individual thing. And it's just, and I always ask our people, beloved, don't you notice no matter where you go, they all get wicked when they get closer to what they call the top. They always get wicked when they get up there. The highest in the city government, the highest in the state government, the highest in the federal government. Don't you notice the higher those people get, the more wicked they are? When they're at a ground level, you know what I feel like, beloved? They're just there for surveillance. The one on the ground level, he's just, he's a spy. He's looking around and he... They don't like real black leadership. When uh, Barack Obama was in charge, I didn't like Barack because I'm not, I don't vote Democrat. You know what I'm saying? But I didn't like him for one reason. But even when he sat in that seat, you can see he was making their blood boil for another reason. It wasn't because he, they just disagreed with his policy. No, they didn't like that nigga sitting in that seat. They didn't like that hyena ride nigga sitting in that seat. Now that's our brother And we like yo we, we don't like him Because we know he finna come in He's a democrat He finna push a lot of big government And I, I know our people Really don't know What big government means That means more taxes Right uh, Big government means More police officers More this and that We we can't We complaining that uh, Pookie gets shot down By the police And then we go Vote democrat Which is pushing Big government Like well how that's gonna work Cause they the people that <laughs> They the people that Fund these folks That you say that You don't like that I know you don't know No better but it's cool Right I know you don't know No better He's gonna push LGBT marriage And make it law Which we have Absolutely nothing Against our LGBT Brothers and sisters Cause what we say On this platform Is this Your first job As a black man Is to protect The gay folks And your family Man, you better not let nothing happen to your people. You got to be at your mind. That's what we say, period, when it comes to that. What we do know is, why are you going to pass a law for gay marriage and the black man and black woman, he can't even get his shit together. So you're going to add a different dynamic to your community? The, the original dynamic ain't even working. But we know Barack was going to come with all that and he came with all that, right? But they didn't like him or dislike him for that. He had the same color as you. Same shade as you. They just gave him a pass. Because his mama was one of them. That's what we do know. 
France can automatically confiscate the African country's national reserves. The African country must deposit its national monetary reserves into France's central bank. When you hear central bank, what do you what word come to your mind? Because you've been coming to this podcast long enough. Small hat. When you see central bank, you say that's the small hat. And then when you hear the small hat and bank, what are you supposed to think, beloved? Come on, we've been hanging out enough. The money schemes is coming. Disproportion is coming. Corruption is coming. You know why? It already been there. When he showed up, it's, it's there. France held the national reserves of 14 African countries since 1961. Let me stop. Don't you know the United States government and the wilderness of North America, they are holding national reserves for our red brothers? Did you know that? <laughs> of course you didn't know that. Of course you didn't know that. They've been doing it. It's the same hustle. You been to a reservation before? Shit don't look like Denny Land. <laughs> no. uh, what's that place that our people don't look like the Hamptons? Don't look like Berkeley. Don't look like Beverly Hills. Don't look like it. But you know what? The United States got the National Reserves in control, which means the red man will never see it. Benin, Burkina Faso, the Ivory Coast, Mali, Bismillah. Y'all, y'all, your brothers that's Muslim. Bismillah. Pray harder. Niger, Senegal, Togo, Cameroon, Central African Republic, Guinea, Equatorial Guinea, Chad, Congo, Gabon. Hallelujah. Keep praying harder. Don't care what religion you got, indigenous religion you got. 14 African countries, you better kick up the friends or they coming with the guns. I think um, the French have like, they got like troops in these territories into the thousands. It's not even high. It's like four or five thousand, something like that. Maybe six thousand French troops to control over 20 million Africans. How? You know, I'm going to tell you a trick. Right, I'm gonna tell you a trick that the devil do, and he calls it. Um, it's like because uh, I kind of watch him. This is what he do with the police department. So what he kind of does on the smaller level, he does on the global level. It's the same thing. He uses the tactic to to confuse our people of reinforcements. This is a hustle that he plays. He played this in the military. The state trooper plays this game. Your local police department they play this game too. If you notice. They are. They don't have the same manpower. We're talking about law enforcement. They don't have the same manpower today that they had back in the 80s and 90s. It's not there. So if you remember the cop cars back in the 80s and 90s, they had two people in the car at all times. Now, when you look at the cop car, it's not two people anymore. It's just one person. Because what they figured out is that if you got one squad car, what they do is once they pull up on the scene, they have more squad cars, squad cars, squad cars. They're just pulling up on you. And they show you an image of reinforcements. That's why the lights are so bright. Because they just want to, you know, they keep these blue and reds flashing so light and everything is light. And it, 
they create a scene in which it looked like a strong presence, but it's not because six police cars are just six people with a badge and they got a gun. They can be overran by anybody in anybody's neighborhood, but they sell you an idea that you can keep coming back for reinforcements, reinforcement, reinforcement. But it's not because there's only so many people on the employee uh, employee level that works for the city, but for, for the police department, they can't keep they'll run out of people. But they make it look like that they just never run out. If these 20 million Africans got together and just started saying, we're going to crack heads and whoop ass, the French can send more people there, but they will run out because the Africans have more people there than the French do. So they play a different game. So I'm going to take you to another part in history. The game that they played was carving out African territories. And this is a hustle that they came up with in something called the Berlin Conference. The Berlin Conference was when devils sat around at the table and they looked at Africa and they decided which part of Africa they were going to take. So when they got to the to motherland, it wasn't like they was coming to do charity work. They already had it in their mind. If it arrived you before they before you even said hello in their mind that they was going to rob you. Now, I'm going to stop and I'm going to pause and I'm going to say this. This is why it is so imperative I talk this way because I want my Hebrew Israelite brothers to hear that. My Hebrew Israelite brothers have a thing in their mind that they are living underneath a curse for wicked things that they did. What I'm showing you is no matter what you did do, when you meet him, (laughs) when you come in contact with your open enemy, somebody finna go in captivity. It's not him. This ain't got nothing to do with what you did, your grandmama, your great grandpa. A black man that tell you because he's a Hebrew Israelite, he's he's uh, he's suffering for the wickedness of his ancestors. He couldn't tell you who his ancestors is five generations ago. He don't know. You think a black man in Mississippi knows who his family was six generations ago? I can tell because when I tell them that they're native and they already was here, they're native sons of this country, they start arguing me down. But I say. Oh, he don't know your own genealogy. Of course they don't know. They have no idea, but they think they know enough to say, well, I'm a Hebrew. You're a Hebrew? Well, who was your grandfather in the 1500s? Who was your grandfather in the 1400s? He don't know. Who was your grandfather back in the 1300s, in the 1200s? They don't know. So you mean to tell me that you are genetically connected to a man named Jacob four, like three or 4,000 years ago? But you couldn't tell me who you connected to 500 years ago. You live underneath. I want you to listen close now. You live underneath the heading of black. Black has nothing to do with the Y chromosome. Black got nothing to do with the C line. Black is something that they made up because they put that title on you or that association on you because they captured you. You belong to them. You don't know if your great great grandfather was a devil. Because I'll say it all that to say that. You don't know if your great-grandfather in the 1300s was a devil. Or the 1400s or the 1500s. You don't know. Because of the slave codes, he couldn't marry your mama. So what they did do was, you couldn't marry one of them. That means you had to do nothing. That biracial child from the 16 to 1700s had no other option but to go back and pick somebody dark from amongst them. And procreate again That would have got that skin back brown All the way up into you That's how come All this DNA test talk Man they gonna shed a lot of that down Because 
they were saying to our people, over forty percent of the black men had a Y chromosome that went back to Europe. But, but you a Hebrew? I don't know. Maybe that's a different story for a different day. What all I'm saying is, he's the devil. If you live perfectly all your days along with your family in their line, which probably is the case because when you get around indigenous people of the planet, there is no cancer units. There is no jails. There is no prisons. When the devil got to the Americas, he didn't come and see juvenile detention centers. They wasn't here. So how did they selling you that people was wicked before they got to you? Because Europe always had jails prisons some kind of dis- detention centers camps where they they help people your people didn't act that way that man can show up and tell you anything beloved but it's okay because we're here to tell you something different right and we're gonna take our time and we're gonna tell you something different let's go back in fact more than 80 percent of the foreign reserves of these african countries are deposited in so-called operations accounts Controlled by the French Treasury. Let's go down a little bit. Here's the kicker. I want to. I want to. I want to tap on these two paragraphs especially. Only a limited group of officials know exactly the amounts of these operation accounts. Limited officials mean what? Devils, small hats. They know what you're kicking in. You don't know where these funds are invested. France carefully hides this and other details from any African bank or government. So you just a prop up. You're a straw boss. The banks that the Africans got on the land don't really mean nothing. They don't know nothing. They train them just on another level. But behind the scenes, the real wealth and power, you don't know nothing about because you're dealing with a man of captivity, corruption, disproportion. It is estimated, though, that France now holds nearly 500 billion of African countries' money in its treasury and will do anything to keep it. Moreover, the African countries do not have access to this money. Hold up, it gets better. France allows them to access only 15% of the money in any given year. If they need more than that, they <laughs> it's not funny, but we're going it's not funny. It's not funny. They have to borrow at a commercial rate. From the remaining 85% of their own money that is held hostage by the French Treasury. Let's stop. Okay, so black folks in America can't wait to go back to Africa to feel free. What do you think now? What do you think now? You're going back to Africa to get free, to get closer to your people. Depending on where you go, you better learn French. Because part of that colonization pact, the French had the audacity to tell our people over there, France got to be the legal language over here. They in Africa now. No, they got to speak French. You could do any kind of mumble jumbo on the side. French is on the table. And the only thing on the table in dealing with education Business, anything that's real, your native tongue did not matter here. <laughs> and behold, some say they looked at a man riding on a pale horse, and what followed him was what? What followed that pale horse? 
death and destruction. Everywhere he went. I know they got you looking for that devil under the ground. With the pantyhose on. With the red pantyhose and all of that. I know they got you looking. And they got you so afraid. You better live a certain way. You better live a certain way. Because you if you don't live right. You're going to wake up and you're going to go to this. I know. I know. What you dealing with on planet Earth? You've been in captivity so long. You don't even know it's captivity no more. Don't even feel like it. Feel regular. I know you're born in it. You said, I'm free, VJ. I can do what I want. I know you can do what you want. You're free to go get a job. Right? You're free to go get a bank account. It ain't your bank, but you can go get a bank account. You're free to go get a driver license and get it. You don't, your people ain't. You don't go to the red man because you don't think you was here. You think you came from Africa. So you don't go to the red man and he goddamn signed off from the paperwork for you to drive around in his country. You go to what man you go to to make your license official, to make your marriage license official. Devil said you're going into that water too much with that ride. So now you got to go get a what? A fishing license. I ain't say you go ahead to go get a fishing license. He said you got to go get it. But you're free. All right. Where your schools at? Free man. Where your hospitals at? Free man. Where your manufacturing plants at? Free man. Who making your cars? Free man. Who built your house? Free man. You got damn so free. Who made it? I know you can't wait to get to the temple. Can't wait to get to the church house. Somebody had to sign off on that so you can get that building over there. Because you're so free, you had to go ask somebody, could you get it? You got a business? Somebody got to give you a license for that business. You just ain't strong armored yourself. Who'd you go ask? Did you ask your people? You didn't ask your people, did you? You see how, the, see how I go, free man? And they're going to write about this generation... 200 years from now, and you know what they're going to say? They all were slaves. They all were slaves. They were free to go to the club. Come on now. You was free to go to the club. You was free to go to that liquor store and, and buy that bottle with that government seal on it because you're free. Because you can't have no liquor, liquor without the government seal. You got to go get it with the seal on it. You you know, that's how we do in the hood. You tap the top. You spot. Come on now. You know how you do it. You tap the top and you turn and you pop it open. And then that's that seal you breaking. Then he, he put you in prison 200 years ago for having that hooch. And then when he said, well, it's okay to have the hooch. Now you can't. He put you in prison 50 years ago for having that marijuana that you love to smoke. And then when he set up and got around and said, well, it's okay. Now nah, it's okay. Don't you see how that worked? But you're free. <laughs> Let's go down to point number three. France claims the right to exploit any natural resource discovered in the country. I think we all know they always been doing that. The gold belonged to them. Yeah, Kunta, you found it. Yeah, Kwame, you found it. We talking about our brothers and sisters on the, on the continent now. Yeah, you found it. Or maybe you changing it. Maybe you're Muhammad. Yeah, Muhammad, you found it. Friends say when you found it, in our colony's land blown us if that ain't captivity what is 
Man, they got it bad over there, V. Yeah, they sure do. Let's come back to your homeland. Let's talk about your homeland. If you bought a home, because many of us are homeowners in this country, what part of the land in your front yard and your backyard is yours? Now, you better go back and you better look at that. Because <laughs> you know, I'm going to tell you something. You know. How many inches or feet underneath the land when you bought your house do you own? How many feet do how many feet belongs to you? <laughs> how many feet? Because you you went out there and you and the you and the devil in the bank. We all got together and you got your mortgage. That's right. And the, the front yard is yours, the backyard is yours. You might be on a half an acre. Acre? Not if you live up north, though. You live up north, you shit, you on the tenth of an acre, because you ain't got no you ain't, you don't get no real property in the north. You got to go down south to get the property. But even when you got the property, right? And you, we talking about from the surface, it only goes down so far that belongs to you. Because just because you stay on the land, that don't mean you can call somebody. They can drill ten and fifteen to thirty feet. Uh uh-uh. uh. That you don't own that part. I'm asking you because I, I ain't gonna tell you. You tell me what part of your from your land from your front yard. Underneath the ground, how much of it belongs to you? How much of it belongs to them? See, they ain't gonna run. They ain't not running a new hustle. They're running the same hustle. See, they, they tell you it's yours, just like they told your African brother that standing in Morocco is his. And then when you find something of value that's not yours no more, is his. And we already know the devil, he's within the, he gonna kill for what he wants. That's what makes this currency legit. See, that fiat currency ain't worth nothing. You know what make it worth something? He put a monopoly in place. And then behind the monopoly, it's the gun. That's what make his currency work. And that's why yours not going to work because you're not willing to kill to make sure all the countries in the world use your currency. You're not like him. Don't you, don't you notice that when the devil is around somewhere, he's running the economy, it works. The minute he leaves and you come back behind and backfield, it doesn't work for you. And then they play it like, well, you're just stupider than he is. And no, that's not why it doesn't work. Because you're not going to reinforce your business with a gun. That's not you. A different system works for you. We're going to talk about that different financial system one day. We're going we're gonna to have a conversation about that. What system that you use that you were successful in? It wasn't capitalism. What, what system that you use in righteousness that helped your people flourish and everybody did well? It wasn't capitalism. Right? We'll, we'll love it. We'll get back to that. That's a different story for a different day. Let's go to point four. France forces African countries to give preference to French interests and companies in the field of public procurement and public bidding. Um, check it out. You know, French companies got to be considered first. They don't care how much you talk to China. You can connect with them. You can do it. French has the first rights. Whatever you got going. And if they give you an offer, here's what's interesting now. Let's say, um, we got a bunch of brothers in Texas, right? And we give our brothers in Africa an offer. And then France comes to say, 
no, this is the offer we're going to give you. You can't say, that African nation can't say, well, no, France, we're going to go with our brothers and sisters from the Americas because they got a better. No, you got to go whatever they give you. Japan can't come and bring you nothing different. Korea can't come and bring you nothing different. China can't come and bring you nothing different. See, you underneath the false captivity. This is the reality. Now, when I say devil, man, oh man, V always talking about these devils and small hats. Man, come on. It's about Pookie down the street. Let's talk about Pookie down the street shooting her. No, man, Pookie ain't got no power. Pookie been shooting for I don't know how long. Niggas been shooting all across this country. They ain't hit no senators yet. They ain't hit no governors yet. They ain't hit nobody of a high that, that's in a high status in this country. They just shooting folks that come on, beloved. So what we say on it? Niggas shoot each niggas shoot niggas in America is as American as a cherry pie. As American as apple pie. Don't mean nothing. Cause you shooting each other, they don't mean nothing. The goddamn you don't make the casket. They're not gonna stop you from shooting each other. You don't make the casket. You don't make you don't you not you don't know the company that's behind the scene that make the embalming fluid. You don't know the physicians that's in play. That when you get to busting off these guns and somebody get them kidneys, dog. That liver finna go somewhere. Hmm. Said so somebody gotta get the kidneys. I said. Huh. Somebody gotta get it. Those organs that you got. Come on, man. You know the young folk ain't down with them organs. We had a conversation about so many of our people that got shot 4th of July weekend. You think them organs in the ground? Don't bet your life on it. You know them organs ain't in the ground. Point five. France claims an exclusive right to supply military equipment and training to the African military officers. Man, I feel like I want to stop here. We, we got six more points, but I feel like I want to stop here. How can France train the African in the military? Hold on, hold on. How can they train our people over there for battle, but they never, never know enough to throw up their own oppressor? See, you do not have to, if you watch how they do it, they're not going to do nothing different when it comes to you. They're not going to do nothing different when it comes to you. You can see what they do to other people. They're doing this to every, they got the same hustle. They'll never teach you enough to overthrow them off your, because, see, it's a reason why they put you in a certain school, from kindergarten to middle school to high school. It's a reason how they work. It's a reason what you learn down at the HBC. It's a reason what you learn at because they're only going to teach you so much. Not enough to get them off your back. Just enough to keep you a good servant. A good slave. Just enough. You want to learn combat? We'll teach you combat. Not enough where you're smart enough to turn the guns on them. Just enough so you can just be on that front line for military conflict. So you're shooting and fighting and killing African colonies that's underneath the French to protect their interests. Not your interests, their interests. That's why when I see some of our people, you, you kind of look at, you know, you kind of look at them on Instagram and then you see them, they look like you. But the, you look in the, at the flag in the back and you say, man, that's a fucking French flag back there. 
And then you know what? We say, man, those people are mentally ill. And then we come back to our home and we got old glory in our home. Don't you see it's the same thing? We look at them as they being taken advantage of clearly by the French. And black man is in the French military. And then we'll say, look at them. And then come back home, our nephews and uncles and cousins and fathers and grandfathers. And then Air Force, then the Navy, then the Marines, they're veterans. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. France, point six, claims a right to deploy troops and intervene in the African country to defend France's interests. Under the conditions of defense agreements and the colonial pact, France claims a legal right to intervene militarily in the African countries and also deploy its troops permanently on their military bases. Point seven, we already talked about. The African countries are obliged to make French the official language of the country and education. Francophone is bullshit. It's not even real. Some shit they throw together. It's not real. Beloved, it's, uh, it's not real. Point eight. France, former colonies are forced to use the colonial currency... F-C-F-A They're not even using that shit no more They're using, when you go to Europe Everybody using the Euro They got our people In Africa Using some old Come on man that They they just, it's some real pimping shit going on It just, it, they just dealing with the devil Point now The African countries are obliged to send France An annual balance and Reserve Report Without the report, the African countries cannot get money from the reserves of the France Central Bank. They can't get no money from small hands. We talked about that earlier. We know what Central Bank means. 10. The African countries are prohibited from entering into any military alliance, which means they can't rock out with the Chinese if they want to. Or the Koreans. Or our people in India. Japan. No. You're going to rock with us? And only us. Can't make no alliances anywhere else. It is forbidden to look outside of us, which is France, to look for any form of military cooperation and protection outside of the French government. Damn, that sounds like us in America. I remember when the Lost Founds were trying to do some deals with the Muslim world. Um, Muammar Gaddafi was one of the biggest supporters of the Nation of Islam. I don't know if you noticed or not. But there was times where if the nation wanted to build things, they could reach out to our brother Gaddafi to get along. They'd get a couple million here. Then they get a couple million there. We're talking about nation of Islam. I'm talking about getting money from Libya, Gaddafi. They had paid a loan back. There was a time, beloved, our brother Muammar Gaddafi, he offered 
uh, instead of doing the million thing, I think he wanted to give the Nation of Islam like $5 billion. $5 billion. What do you think? Because we got to be real now. We got these Nation of Islam temples in every single city in America. If they would have got that $5 billion from Gaddafi, it would have been, because it was already, you know, when Mr. Muhammad had it, peace be upon him, it was already salon restaurants all over the place, factories, everything already. Um, then Wallace did what he did. I don't want to run a man down and call him a hypocrite and all that. I, that's that's uh, Mr. Muhammad's son. I ain't gonna, you know, uh, I don't want to, um, <laughs> I want to get into that. If you get around some, let me say it this way though. If you get around some elders in Detroit, you better not say Wallace's name. <laughs> you better not. Sometimes uh, when they talk about how the nation of Islam own this and own that, and then our people say, well, what happened? And then, you know, the elders say, Wallace is what happened. <laughs> Maybe that's a different story for a different day. $5 billion black muslims my goodness man you know who intervened and had something to say about whatever number that it was because i can't exactly remember now i know it was a big number the united states government they had a problem with that see let me tell you something they'll let you have a religion because many of our people they they're christians in america right so the way that you look at it is they teach you how to look at things through the lens of a denomination because you're a Christian. So you got a little church that you go to and you bow maybe two, three hundred deep in your church, right? But um, the Christian world is a global world, which means that you should be able to reach out to a head of state overseas somewhere because we're talking about a global world. So you should be able to make a union and a connection with somebody overseas that's a head of state over a Christian nation. Say, hey, you know, I'm trying to do this and that. Give us a loan for 100 million so we can build this and that up. And because we're Christian brothers, we can. You, don't you notice that never happens? That you don't notice that that don't never happen. They have to try to get the money out of the people. You kind of you, you see what I'm saying? They have to kind of get the money out of the people because they can't get the money. They don't. The government won't allow you to do that. Black people, black church, it's no way. So I even take it a step further. You you don't even have to go outside of the country because there's a lot of Christians in America. You should be at that because all these people, you know, everybody. See, it, it's a it's a um. See, I'm, I'm gonna say this too. Our people don't understand that it's two different worlds because our people is on a high kind of morality kick when it comes to religion. We just assume the rest of the world is operating like us, but they're not. So when you have a knowledge yourself, you're familiar with where no matter what you believe or you think or how you feel, when you get into the room with your enemy, he's going to put you at the bottom. He's going to put himself at the top. That doesn't mean he's going to do anything different um, because you have a different kind of approach or you feel different. This is just his nature to do that, right? Our brother Cali, uh, Muhammad, peace be upon him, he's no longer here, 
see the first thing or the first rule of education is traveling so it doesn't matter where you go or no matter um what kind of like ideology or theology you, you subscribe to once you get in the room with him he's going to put himself over you because that's his nature to, to attempt to do that and to do that with you so if you put a black christian and a white christian in the room together the black christian going to figure out that they're just in brotherhood and they love each other but ultimately he's going to see that the way that he see things is not the way it really is because he's going to be at the bottom or the white Christians. Don't you see that in America? The, the white Christians on, is over the black Christians. You're a Muslim, it's cool. The white Muslims gonna put themselves over the black Muslims. Oh, let me change. Okay, so you want to vote different. That's cool. You you used to be a Democrat, but now you're Republican. It doesn't matter because the white Republicans gonna put themselves over the black Republicans. Just like the white Democrats is over the black Democrats. Just like the white socialists put themselves over the black socialists. Or the white communists put themselves over the black communists. No matter where you go, you get in proximity with him. It doesn't matter the ideology. It doesn't matter the theology. He's going to put himself over you. But you you would think, because our people play this Bible game, Christian game. Well, beloved, why your community look like it? Look, Don't you think that you, you should be able to go to your white Christian brother? Because you got just a few hundred people in your church house. But you got a global religion. You can't tap into nobody worldwide or nothing that thinks they got the same bible as you you can't tap into and get no no kind of loan or nothing to build up no you can't because he don't even rock what you like that you out there trying to defend the faith yeah he'll put you out there but at the end of the day you come amongst him he gonna put you beneath him you gonna have to figure that out about these people we gotta figure that out already you can't call Joel Osteen and get no loan for no business plan from your Christian brother to do it. No. We'll go over somebody overseas that's over a country. It's not happening. But you know why it ain't going to really happen? Because the devil don't allow you to create these kind of alliances, man. You got to get it from him. When they had that uh, natural disaster down in Puerto Rico some years back, there was rappers that said that they could have called and fixed that but you know what they you can't fix it we gonna fix it and if we don't fix it so the united states government it ain't gonna get fixed you know how many countries um that was offering aid when our brothers and sisters was going through that thing in katrina don't you know cuba stepped up don't you know your brother from venezuela your brown brother who they make you think that you and brown, brown folks is against each other. Don't you know your brown brother stepped up to offer aid? To assist you in that thing with Katrina? You know who said you couldn't get the help? Your master said you couldn't get the help. He's not going to allow you to create any alliances outside of him. So that means your friends got to be his friends because you can't have no friends by yourself. So we had a conversation about France and Africa. But beloved, did we really? The same game that they're running over there, beloved. We had this conversation so I could show you. Your open enemy is running the same thing over here. And until you fully understand that you won't have true freedom until he's out the picture, you'll never get it. And we're going to leave it right there. We're going to leave it right there. Peace and black power to your family.
Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys for hanging out. Beloved, this is indeed Real Black Content is for a podcast. Your brother VJ. Man, I'm going to get it with you guys later. Peace. It has impacted them terribly, terribly, terribly. If you look at it, uh, you give up your, uh, the pact for the continuation of colonization said, those countries were expected to deposit 85% of their bank reserves uh, back then uh, with the uh, French Central uh, Bank under the control of the French Minister of Finance. And should those countries wish to uh, request some of those monies, because remember they were only left with 15% of, uh, of their reserves, then they would have to submit a financial statement for the country, and if approved, they could only access up to 20% of whatever they had deposited the year before as a loan at commercial interest rates. The only difference now is the 85% deposits have now been lowered down to maybe between 50 and 60%. But the countries are still forced and required to deposit their bank reserves with the French Central Bank. Um, so picture this situation. You are depositing all your monies with France. Should you need some of your money, you get it as a loan at commercial interest rates. So immediately, you have a credit with France, but you begin to owe France. This has been going on and continues to this day. So combined, the 14 countries are giving to France cash, cold hard cash, over $500 billion every year. And France takes that money and invests it in its own stock market under the French name, and the countries may or may not know the returns. Currently, for every 14 billion that France takes out of Africa, by the time they finish investing it in the French stock market, they are realizing upwards of 300 billion. So you do the math to see how much money France is taking out of Africa every year. And yet France has the audacity to then look at African countries and call them poor countries. Why would poor African countries give $500 billion to France year in and year out? What really gets me the most is how does the world sit back and watch this carnage take place in Africa? Where is the United Nations? This is the body that's supposed to be looking out uh, for any violations of human rights. It is my humble opinion that singularly what France is doing to Africa is the biggest violation of human rights. Women and children are dying of starvation, youth unemployment, when the same poor countries are giving $500 billion to France. It simply does not make any sense. And I don't know how the world can sit back and watch all this unfold and nobody is saying anything.